to Prince Among Queens, featuring your host, Troy Bronstein. In this program, Troy speaks to some of the most talented recording artists in the music business. You'll hear the stories, as well as the stories behind the stories. What's big, what's now, what's next? You'll get the updates right here. Now, here's Troy Bronstein. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my show. You're listening to Prince Among Queens, and I'm your host, Troy Bronstein. If you'd like to email me, you can do so at Troy at T-BestTalentAgency.com. And if you'd like to call in today to speak to our special guest, you can do so on 866-472-5787. Okay. Well, I would like to welcome today my special guest. Um, I, it's a pleasure for me to have her on my show. I have known her for many years. We've toured the, toured the world. Let's give a nice warm welcome to my friend, Franz Jolie. Yay. Hello. Hey. How are you, darling? <laughs> I'm very well. Thank you. And you? I'm doing fine. Well, like I said earlier today, you look amazing as oh, always. Oh, thank you. I mean, you know, I haven't seen <laughs> you, you for a while because of the second thing, but everything good on uh, on your end, yes? Well, yeah. I, you know, I've uh, I've lived the pandemic uh, like anybody else, right? right. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's just something really unusual. First time in our lives, I think, in right. mine anyway. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been challenging. It's, yeah. It really has. I'm sure it has been for you as well, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it's been you know uh, it's just crazy. It's something that you know you're going to read about. You know, yeah. our kids, kids will read about it in a history right. book, like we read about. You know, the exactly. plague and stuff. So and how we handled it too, right. and uh, what we could have done better. Exactly. And and you know. And so forth. So. All of that, but we're here, and um, yeah, we're, we are we're alive and 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 moving forward, and uh, um, so yeah. So basically, you you were born in '63 uh, in Montreal, Quebec. You were born in '63 uh, in Montreal, Quebec. Yes. And um, singing was in your blood as a child, from what I understand. Is you used to. Uh, lip sync to Barbara Streisand for your relatives when they would come over. And, actually, <laughs> around Troy, the house. <laughs> Troy, I wasn't lip singing. I was actually singing. Were you? I, Barbara I, Streisand songs. Yeah. That's great. Your yeah. voice is so strong. I could see that. So Thank I was you. like, I was doing the research and I was like, lip syncing. Why would she lip sync? She would just, yeah. just sing. So I was lip singing to the Beatles because I was so young. <laughs> but when I got older, um, yeah, Barbara Streisand, I, she was my idol. And mm-hmm. still to this day, I think uh, she's a phenomenal singer. And uh, I, I remember practicing to her records. I had all her records and especially the Funny Girl album. That was my favorite. That was oh. my favorite album. Oh, my God. And Don't Rain on My Parade and Oh, My Man. My, <laughs> oh, my God. I have goosebumps just thinking about it. And uh, and People, of course. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, I used to, uh, every night, my mom used to, uh, after the dishes, we used to go in her room and uh, we would play the records and I would sing over Barbara Streisand songs. Mm. And uh, and if I didn't sound good, she'd make me do it again until I had it right. And uh, and sometimes I was feeling sorry for myself because I wasn't playing with my friends outside. <laughs> but you know what? It, it ended up um, paying off. And, yeah. you know, that's that's what, you know, that's what the most important because I really wanted to be a singer. And by, you know, and I knew that it it took hard work and uh, to put in the time. And I did. Yeah, that's 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 when I I hear it, because by age six, you were doing some TV commercials. And then I guess that's when your mom 
took you out of private school and, and tutored you and tutored you so yeah. that you could benefit more on career and focus on yeah. getting to the stardom spot that you ended up getting to. Yeah, which so, I wasn't complaining about because, you know, your mom says, OK, you're not going to school anymore. It's like, yay. The, <laughs> right. bad, new, the bad news was <laughs> she was your well, teacher. <laughs> you're, st- you're still going to go to school. Right. <laughs> but it wasn't as intense. And, and uh, I and I could uh, devote, like you said, like I, I could devote more time to uh, what I loved and and what uh, it would take to be a, a complete artist, you know, mm-hmm. and I remember going to jazz ballet lessons, um, theater classes, piano lessons, um, name it, you know, and it's obviously uh, voice, uh, voice, voice coaching. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I used all my afternoons were uh, spent on on getting better at my uh, my craft. At your craft, yeah, because at, yeah. at, at, well, at 11, you were doing the talent shows, and then I got, I have it notated, um, TV commercials, and then that's when you were introduced basically to Tony Green. Right, so well, at the time. age, I had a first manager uh, at 13, 13 to 14 years old, who I have to mention him, because he was sure. a mentor for me. He was an amazing man. Uh, he basically he's he, he made me live in an English family in Westmount here in Montreal, an English community, mm-hmm. and that's how I learned English. I was there most of the week, uh, actually Monday to Friday, and then on weekends I would go back home. And I'm sorry about this. Okay. <laughs> this is my that's landline. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, and yeah, it's uh, I was I was really um, uh, coached well by by this man, mm-hmm. and um, he did a lot for me. He really did a lot for me. He uh, showed me how to. Uh, well, my mom d- didn't want me to wear jeans when I was young. And, really? Uh, no, because it for her it was slutty <laughs> back then. Oh, we're talking back then. Right and, right. and and his first reaction talking to my mom, he says, "Well, what about if she's going to do a movie? You know, like she, and she's going to have to wear jeans. What are you going to? She's not going to feel comfortable." wearing jeans in a movie. So she's got to wear jeans to be comfortable, to know how to wear them. And she has to wear high heels to know how to wear them, you know, to, <laughs> to and he invested so much money into me and uh, showed me, uh, showed me a tons, tons of, of stuff just to, uh, to be ready, you know, and right. uh, his name is Lee Gagnon and I adore him. He's probably 80 years old today and uh, I haven't spoken to him in a while, but uh, if you're listening, Lee, God, if not, you should give him, if not, you should give him a call because you're very fortunate to have somebody like that early on. Yeah. In your life yeah. And he that. was, and he was a great man. Like, you know, I had no problems in, you know, the wrong touchings or the, he was, he was a gentleman. Right. And, uh, I, to this day, I, I thank, I, I thank life for him to have, you know, put his, this man on my, on my path. That's great. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Well, everything happens for a reason. I'm a true believer in that. Oh, you know? yes. I, I believe that too. Sometimes I have to sit and say why or, you know, explain yeah. to me and it'll come sometimes right away. Sometimes it'll be a year. Sometimes yeah. it'll be five years. But, but you'll I'll have go, an answer. One of these. Then I'll just go, damn, that's why that was. That's it. You know? That's it. So. But to go back to, uh, and after this, this man, uh, uh, we parted ways uh and and then that's when i i met tony green tony when i was 15 green. years old yes yeah and i heard that um you know you you had the the i said the tenacity but the, the 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 push push on yourself because when you first met him and wanted him to you know to work with you he was kind of like well just you know stay in touch stay in touch and was kind of like 
blow, not blowing you off, but keeping you there, but not keeping you, you know, at him. And then you went and sang at his house. Yeah, and well, I, actually, I met him a year before that. He did uh-huh. a show in my local um, uh, high school uh, and uh, or arena. And uh, it was our Friday night dance. And he introduced two of his uh, songs because he was a singer uh, back back in the day. Uh-huh. And uh, he performed. And then I had the audacity to go and meet him <laughs> <laughs> as he was leaving the arena. And I said, hey, excuse me. I said, you're Tony Green, right? And he goes, yes. And I said, well, my name is France Jolie. And one day you're going to, you're going to, uh, you're going to remember me. Like I'm, I'm going to me, I'm going to be a star one day. He goes, oh yeah. He says, are you here with your brother or sister? Or I said, no, I'm, I'm like, you know, 14. <laughs> he thought I was like 20 or something, bringing my brother or sister to the dance. He goes, oh my. Anyway, so I remembered that that day. And I said, one day, just one day, we'll meet again. And uh, sure a enough. year and a half, yeah, a year and a half after, uh, later, uh, I was meeting him at his place. And um, we got in touch through other people here in Montreal mm-hmm. who said, you should be working with Tony Green. Got his number. My mom called him. Make a long story short, auditioned for him uh, on 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 the afternoon uh, in I think it was like September, and um, he called the next day and said you have to come to my place because I have to make you hear a song. Right, that's what I and heard. It, yeah, you did that, and then the next day he wrote "Come to Me" and "Come to Me" was written uh, tailor made for me. So um, and and the rest, uh, the rest, I guess, the rest is history, is history right? at that point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, come to me, my God, that was um, you know a, a huge, huge hit. Um, and uh, you were you were fifteen when you recorded that, but then it came out when you were what was sixteen? Yeah, I right? was so old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Really old. And that came out on um, uh, Prelude Records. Um, That's right. And I understand for the, one of the first times that you sang the song, you actually replaced Donna Summers on a fi- at a show at Fire Island. Yeah. And you came out and you sang that song. And yeah. from there, I mean, basically, like you said, the rest is history. I mean, it sold, you know, 3 million yeah. copies. It was number one on the disco charts, 15 on the pop charts. Um, wow, you've done your homework, Troy. I have, girl. <laughs> and it's Good like, for you. <laughs> and it's like, you know, the Cinderella story, you know, began for you, which is, well, is great. And what I found out what, what was funny and um, about the whole Cinderella thing is that they had you perf- they had you as Cinderella in the Macy's Thanksgiving parade. Oh, that's yes. my, is that yours or mine? Uh, I, like, I thought I shut mine off on my end, but I'm sorry, people. If you're no, hearing that's that, not mine, actually. Uh, that's mine. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm, actually, I feel so much better now. Because I did it too. <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I shut the phone off. But um, so, yeah, so the, you were Cinderella in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I know. And it was so exciting. I remember when they told me I was going to be Cinderella, uh, <laughs> not just being part of the parade, but being Cinderella was like right. a fairy tale, right? Come true. <laughs> and uh, I remember trying on that dress. They gave me a special dress. We had to have it altered. And I was very excited. And uh, at this time, Come to Me had been a, a big hit and uh i was coming up with my second single Mm -hmm. which was uh from a from another uh album called tonight and it was feel like dancing and the b-side was hard to break the heart and it happened that hard to break the heart was chosen by all the djs in the on the in in the radio stations and and the djs in the clubs 
that you just you just answered a question of mine because um uh, I was going to get to this after after the break, which we're going to be taking shortly. Uh, okay. But I was always, you know, I, I was confused because I know, you know, um, the heart to break the heart, but I'm not that familiar with feel like dancing. And then I was like, every time it was re- referenced, it said feel like dancing slash the heart, heart to break the heart. heart. And That's I'm like, right. okay, how come I don't know that other song? I should know that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so we're, we're going to take a quick commercial break here. Um, okay, sweetie. And you're going to hear the song. Uh, everybody, you're going to hear the song come to me. And um, we'll be right back with more of Franz Jolie. This is Crystal Waters, and you're listening to my favorite prince, Troy Bronstein, on Prince Amongst Queens on VoiceAmerica.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day, we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control, and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Voice America Network proudly presents The Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel. Dive on in. That's right. Dive on into my favorite Prince Among Queens, Troy Bronstein. You tell him Debbie Holiday sent you. You're listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. 
To reach the show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at t-besttalentagency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. Okay, everybody, welcome back and hope you enjoyed that little piece of Come To Me that we were just talking about, which sold 3 million copies. And um, that was your first hit right out the, right out the <gasps> gate. So uh, I know not, not too I bad. Know. And that, you know, brought on the whole, for those that are just turning in and missed the beginning, the Cinderella story where you were yeah. Cinderella yeah. and the Macy's Thanksgiving parade. I, I was reading that and I thought, Oh my God, how exciting was that? That had to oh, be just like, it was so <laughs> much fun. And I remember, I forgot the name of the prince uh that was next to me he was in a soap opera and he was so cute and i was so naive because i just (laughs) i i was i was i was next to him and singing feel like dancing and all that right and i i I said to the record company after i said oh it was thanksgiving dinner i said why don't we invite him you know and no 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 you don't invite him (laughs) right because obviously he was he was gay and i didn't my my gaydar wasn't up at all right I thought he was so cute. I said, I just wanted to have dinner with him, right? He goes, no, 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 Fausto, Fausto, it's okay. He's got family maybe, you know. And, uh, <laughs> but the funny. whole experience was fun because I remember uh, when the float stopped and I had to sing Feel Like Dancing, which was the new release of the album, right. as I was telling you. And, um, and, and I remember it being so cold outside, but I refused to wear the fur coat they they gave me because I I just wanted to that dress was not as extravagant as I would have liked Mm -hmm. but it it did the trick it did the trick and it was a great experience really and uh, I still have memories in my uh, little um, uh, I don't know how to say it you know the the, the stickers that you put with a pin there like it's it's round with uh, some ribbons and it says Angelia Cinderella Macy's Parade and so yeah, yeah. Yeah, because how exciting for your friends and family to be watching that and seeing you, you know what I mean, on, oh, on the yeah. TV like that. My God. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I was it, it was in the height of my career, and, and uh, my friends and family were just flabbergasted on how fast it took Everything off. Everything happened, yeah. Everything happened so fast, Troy. It was crazy, and trying to keep up with everything was just it, it, it was it, it was just like a big wave, and you didn't have a choice but just ride it. Mm-hmm. It was so big, and uh, and of course my friends were so proud, you know. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. My family, some of my family uh, members traveled with me sometimes to come and and well, see. Well, your mom always traveled with you, from what well, I Well, yeah, she did. She did, and you know, um, it, it's a good thing and a bad thing to to have uh, your mother as your manager. But there's <laughs> no, uh, it comes with uh, you know, it comes with positive and negative things. Right. right. But but. In all honesty, with the positive thing is that, um, you know, in the height of the disco era, um, it, it was pretty wild, yeah. uh, you know, and being in studio, you know, at Studio, studio 54, 54 and all the places when, you got to perform it. Yeah. And the drugs and, right. you know, the height of the disco era was 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 craziness, although it was a beautiful, beautiful time. Right. Uh, it, it was kind of, you know, for a 16-year-old. Uh, so I, I could enjoy the times, uh, 
in the backstage, really. Uh, right. But, it, you know, thank God my mom was there, too. I was I felt protected, you know. I think that I think, you know, you and Evelyn, Evelyn Champagne King, right. um, both were in the Which same Which I situation. adore, by the way. Which I adore. <laughs> she adores you, I know. <laughs> and um, I think, you know, because her parents, you know, her father was always there. And then if the father wasn't the mother and, um, you know, it was the same story. They kept her away from, I'm going to say the mischief, which was the drugs and the drinking and all that kind of stuff yeah. that yeah. everybody just fell into because it was just so natural to, to, to do that with everybody. And then yeah. the next thing you know, you're doing it all the time and it just becomes an addiction. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, holy shit, wait a minute. You yeah. Know, take a step back. Yeah. And yeah. you guys never had to do that. And I think that's why you guys have had the longevity that you've had. Yes. You know I, I was mean? just going to say that. Yeah. And the longevity. It has enabled you to, to keep going and keep the fans, you know, on your side and, and right. you know, enjoy your music still to today, which is, yeah. you know, that's an it's, accomplishment. It's, yeah, well, thank you. Yes, you're right. It is. And uh, it's pretty amazing that I'm I'm now 58. I turned 58 in February. Then and I can't, I can't, thank you. <laughs> but I can't believe that I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm still doing what I love. And the, uh, you know, a song like Come to Me and Hard to Break the Heart and Gonna Get Over You, that kept me performing all right. these years. It's pretty amazing. It's but, pretty amazing. Well, I mean, they're, you know, they're great songs and, 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 you know, to, to um, finish, you know, what I was saying as far as to come to me after, you know, come to me, then, you know, you had your, t- you had your, um, your TV stint where, you know, you did Michael Douglas and Merv Griffin and Dinah Shore and a Bob Hope special. And, you yeah. know, how, how was all of that? That had to be just a, I mean, you're what, 17 at this time? I know. Yeah. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. And uh, I remember Dinah, uh, the Dinah Shore show I did twice. Uh, I, you know, and I remember doing the um, oh, Murph Griffin. I, I remember Murph Griffin more than anything else, actually, with the Bob Hope special as well. But the Murph Griffin, I remember just being in awe of being on TV, first of all, in New York. I, I, oh, right. Don't forget, I come from Montreal, suburb of Montreal, in a tiny little city, you know, like little town. And and here I am all of a sudden in L.A. and New York and where where all the stars are, right? <laughs> and, uh, and I'm doing the show, uh, the Merv Griffin show, and who's on with me is Bo Derek. Oh, you remember Bo Derek? Yes, of course. Of course. You're, who doesn't, right? <laughs> who doesn't? I go, who is this beautiful woman? Oh, my God, right? And uh, and uh, she was, I think 10 was just coming 10 was out probably or something, right? Right, right. And so I met a lot of artists uh, through all doing these TV shows and uh, even radio. I, I, I met some pretty wonderful DJs, right. too. And it, it, it was just, um, you know, there's no words to really explain explain how uh the depth of it mm-hmm. as as a young kid as as a 17 year old seeing all of this is uh it's pretty wild it's it's and to not get all caught up in it thinking that you know you're the shit and all everything's going to be you know this right. way forever because it won't be forever unless you exactly. treat it correctly like you did yeah you know well and- you know and it's but it's not forever there was there were times where you know you had to <laughs> adjust you had to adjust through the years because Disco True. was not forever. Disco changed its form. It became house. It became uh, different types of, of music that was taken over. Right. And the fad of disco kind of never disappeared, but it it kind of lost it, its... Um, it faded a little bit. It, it faded, faded away a little bit. But I always said, though, disco never died. 
Right. No, it hasn't. It hasn't it, died. But music and never does, really, Troy. When you good think music it. doesn't. Good yes, music yeah. does. Yeah, good yeah, music's always there. Anything you know? that's a fad will exist forever. It's part of history. That's it's true. just it, it doesn't last. It just doesn't um, has the uh, most popularity, but it's still there. It's still there. You well, know, and, it's part of history. So. And the proof is in the pudding because you know your second album that you know you brought up uh, called Tonight had um, Feel Like Dancing and you know the heart to break the heart in it. Um, those are the, the went number three uh, on the charts, and then the third album after that actually you had a new producers, which was Ray Ray Reno and William Anderson. And yeah, that's, and they did gonna get uh, gonna get over you. Yes. Right? Um, well, this was they were part of the band called uh, Crown Heights Affair. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember that. That's band. right. Okay. Yeah. For I was gonna mention Crown that. Heights I Affair. To that. Yeah. And um, and I, I I think they're really amazing writers and amazing producers. And the the record company uh, you know suggested that I would work with them and. And I had no hesitation because R&B was, you know, I loved R&B all my life. And, and I said, let's, let's go and let's do this, right? And, um, and when they did Gonna Get Over You, I just fell in love. Actually, my mom never really thought that Gonna Get Over You was going to be a big hit. Really? And uh, yeah, it's funny, but I, um, but the record company were convinced and, and so was I, and I loved it. And thank God I did it because to this that, day, I listen to going to get over you and it's timeless. Right. And that's what, yeah, that, that's what um, led you to do the opening with the Commodores on their American yes. tour, right? That's right. <laughs> oh that's my right. God. I can't believe you're taking me on a memory lane <laughs> right now. I'm taking you on a journey, girl. Oh, oh you are, God. baby. You are. Uh, yeah. I, you know, sometimes I keep forgetting of all the beautiful things that happened to me because yeah. you can't, you can't just talk about everything, but right. I'm glad you mentioned uh, the Radio City Music Hall because that for me was the ultimate, for, you know, being at Radio City Music Hall in New York, um, you know, especially with the Commodores. Oh, I have to tell you a story too. Um, uh, what's his name? God, um, Lionel Richie um, suggested that I would sing Endless Love with him. Oh, and one of his background vocalists said, yeah, I'd like to sing it too. So he, he gave it to the background vocalist, right. but, but obviously, and, but it would have been such, oh. and I remember practicing the hell out of the song <laughs> just to be prepared. So if he would have said yes, you know, right, just in and, case, but he's, you know, he, he did um, uh, suggest it. And finally it didn't happen. That would have been a great moment, but the, but it was still a great moment just being on stage, uh, you know, at that venue and uh, opening for the Commodores, like how, how, how great is that? Exactly. Right? I mean, that's another, you know. And it wasn't just for point. one night, right? It was right. for a whole week. Wow. A whole week. And so I remember uh, when the the first day um, I, I flew my grandmother uh, to Radio City Music Hall and she cried the whole oh. time because she's an opera singer, right? And so mm. she, was, she was very happy that... Um, uh, you know, I became you made a singer. At that, and, point, yeah. at that point, you made it. During Radio City Music Hall, you know, you made yeah, it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they're beautiful moments. Thank yeah. you for taking me there, baby. Oh, we've got more to come. We've got more to come. We're going to take another quick break, and uh, you're going to hear a piece of the track, the B-side, actually, that nobody thought was going to take off, The Heart to Break the Heart, and we'll be right back with more Franz Jolie. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hi, this is Jeannie Tracy. You're listening to our favorite prince, Boy Brunstein, on Prince Among Queens on VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Hi, this is Linda Clifford, and you're listening to A Prince Among Queens featuring Troy Bronstein. You're listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at t-besttalentagency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. All right, everybody, welcome back. And um, since we're, we're bringing up... Uh, People of the past with with Franz. I wanted to to mention with the song "Come to Me" that the background singers were um, uh, a group of um, singers called Sweethearts of Sigma Sound out of Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. So. they were absolutely magic. Ma- you know when three girls get together and their voices blend like butter. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know if that's an expression, but no, they, it, it, they, I know they, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it, it was and, and it was it felt like honey. It, it, these these girls were not only amazing singers, but real pros. Mm-hmm. It took them hardly any time to to execute in the studio. Isn't that great uh, when you work with oh, people like that? They just get it and it's like done and you're like, wow, I was expecting yeah, three hours and now yeah. what, I have two hours to spare. And Troy, I was really lucky because I, uh, I asked uh, the record company and the producers I was working with to be part uh, in the studio, to be part of everything that was going to be on the record. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I didn't make any decisions, really, uh, unless it was asked, uh, you know, in my opinion. But um, I was there for uh, all the whole layout of, uh-huh. of, uh, of my albums. And I'm really happy to have experienced such talented you know, talented, right, right. met some talented people like the uh, the percussion guy on Come to Me and Heart to Break the Heart. He was one of the world's most famous um, uh, percussion uh, player. And, um, you know, there's nothing like experiencing them live. You know, they're in the oh, studio yeah. and they're playing for you. You know, they're giving their talent and and um, uh, inspiration to your to your music. It's it's phenomenal. 
Well, yeah, they're helping you create what you want, you know, they're helping you create your baby. It's like your new yeah, child, exactly. you know, exactly. And exactly. It's, it's cool having yeah. them. And there's also uh, Jean Leone, who was uh, the, the um, engineer who I just adore. I adore him. And he was so talented too. And he worked so hard in making come to me and heart to pick the heart and going to get over you. Just perfect. Right. You know, he worked so hard. You don't do, you know, when you have success like this, Troy, uh, you're not the only one that's part of it. You know, you're the one that gets the glory. Right. You know, the, uh, the recognition. The I'm the face it. and everything, but it takes a whole village. Takes a team, exactly. You're, <laughs> takes you're a team kidding. to uh, to create something wonderful. You know, and so I wouldn't have been able to do it alone. But see, that's again that you get it. You get it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? You know yeah. that. So it's yeah. like, you know, you don't treat people, you know, like dogs or, you know, get me this, do that because, you know, That's you're right. Franz Jolie, you That's know, but right. you know that everybody's the same here and everybody's putting together their efforts and, and trying to be strong mm-hmm. so that you, Franz Jolie, can have a hit record. You know, right. we're all behind you. And, right, right. You know, it's yeah. all of us that are doing and- this. And even when I perform, I, I, I so want to give credit to the light man and the sound man and, and the, the, the stage manager and the, because they're, you know, it, without them, we wouldn't have live shows and the audience, True. they make, they make the show, right, right. you know, I'm not really. the one that makes the show. They're the, well, I mean, partly I do, but it's, it's, it's a give and take, you know, it's, it's a. It's a group of people it's that true. make things happen. It's true. And I'm going yeah. to throw something at you that I'm going to ask you in the, in the next segment. And I okay. ask everybody, there are three favorites. And in fact, today I'm going to add a fourth. You're going to be the first one I add the fourth to, but I'll okay. get into that later. Okay. But the three favorites, your favorite city, show, and song. So be thinking about that um, because okay. you know, the favorite city can be somewhere you just go. You love to go, not necessarily perform. It could be where you perform. The show, it's like what you're saying, where the audience was overwhelming or Radio City Music Hall that we already talked about. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. And then a song that, you know, I know that you all have to sing a song that, you know, sometimes you don't really care for, but the audience likes it. So you got to sing it anyways, you know, so yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. God, I got to sing that on the third song. Tonight, right. You know? right, right, so right, right, right. One that's your favorite that you never regret having or getting to sing. OK, right. so think, start thinking about that. Oh, we'll, yeah. OK, we'll, we'll, we'll move on here because. All right. As you were saying earlier, the times have change, you know, and, um, uh, you know, the, the sound and everything changes. So you changing along with it went and um, signed with Epic and you did a couple albums on Epic, which, you know, were OK. I mean, it didn't, you know, do yeah. much. But then after 10 years, you reunited again with Tony Green. Yeah. And, and did a release um, on popular records. Which That's right. That's started, right. Which. Uh, uh, and the single was called Touch. Right. It really did well in the clubs and uh, not so well in on you know the radio and and the charts and everything. Uh, but, um, but it was yeah. a good club hit. It's yeah, like it was a good back. club hit. Yeah, exactly. You know. uh, but at this, t- you know, it's it's um, it's me moving. I just want to start by by saying that my uh, changing management. I was with um, a Wisner demand who uh, were, they had Madonna, they had Michael Jackson, Paul <laughs> McCartney, I can go on and on, right? And they had Franz Jolie. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, uh, changing management, changing record companies, changing sounds, changing producers, mm-hmm. it's a lot for the fans. It really is. It's a lot for the fans. The fans, once, once they hear something from you, it's really hard to change 
uh, your sound, sound and everything, and right? Yeah. And and I remember back then it was so complicated when we had meetings with producers and record companies and said, what orientation are we going to take? Because after disco, it was all over the place. Right. It was all over the place. There were some R&B songs. There were some punk. There was house. There was, I mean... Name it and and taking <laughs> the rap a came into the scene, the whole thing. Yes, the came yeah, in. yeah, and and so you know when you want to take a direction, you kind of leave the um, decision up to the professionals because mm-hmm. if I if it were up to me, I would have said, okay, well, let's just do an R and B, you know, continue R and B after gonna get over you. Right. But they suggested to go with Giorgio Moroder, who had a huge background in disco yes. and and crossed over and you know uh, he did also fame you know the movie right. uh, fame with Irene Cara and and so it was um, uh, it, it was just so hard and they they took a direction which I agreed with you know I wasn't a victim in this you know mm-hmm. I said Let, let's just do this but sometimes it's not always the best thing for you I'm right. Troy, I am the the eternal romantic, right? Uh, when you listen to "Heart to Break the Heart," come to me. Even gonna get over you. The mm-hmm. music, it's it's very uh, it's powerful. Gonna get over you is a right. you know powerful woman talking to you know, um, but it's also got really a lot of r- romance in it. Mm-hmm. And and the direction I took with Georgia Moroder was not romantic at all. Mm-hmm. Was hard and was. It's just so different, just so right. different. And I, I understand why the fans didn't, uh, didn't, didn't... They didn't grab it. They, 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 didn't, it wasn't. they didn't grab. They didn't grab, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it happens in your life, you know, and you learn and you move on. And then after, uh, with Epic again, I went to, uh, to be produced by uh, um, George Duke, mm-hmm. who um, was a phenomenal musician, and... Um, and that that didn't take either because again the music was different and uh, production was different. Hey, that's it. That's, that's what that's, happens. You that's know? what happened. But you you were fortunate enough during that time. You know, to, to, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the time to clear your head and to think about what you wanted to do. You right. were still able to tour and perform with. Oh yeah. Come to me and yes. you know, um, hard to break the heart and and. Uh, thank never- God, it, Troy. Thank God for these songs. Gonna Get Over You was, uh, you know, a gold record in, in Mexico. It was uh, played everywhere. Uh, in Europe, actually, it was bigger than Hard to Break the Heart. In Europe, mm-hmm. was Gonna Get Over You was huge. It's funny how different countries have different, ha- you know what I mean? I know, your your I know. records do differently in different I know, places. I know, I know. And, uh, the, you know, it gave me longevity in the business. And right. I'll always be very um, thankful for for these these songs. That yeah, uh, yeah you're fortunate. You're fortunate. Yeah, so you just have I'm, one. You've got enough to you know keep going. Yeah. And, you know. Well, the proof of that was you know you did a show um, at the Copa, um, and you did instead of the thirty minute track show, I heard you did like an hour show, and you had ballads in it and told a story and oh, yeah. you know kind of like an intimate <laughs> evening with Franz Jolie, which is great. I mean, that's I, something great oh. that you could do. You know, in like some of the cabaret lounges. Yeah. Once this pandemic, yeah. you know, comes out and you can. And that was that was a first for me, Troy, because uh, I've I've never experienced this ever. And when uh, and when we decided to do the Copa, it was 
unbelievable the experience uh, that I lived because uh, it was very intimate. It was a, a small crowd. Uh, like you said, you know, I did some ballads. I did mm -hmm. some covers. I did my own songs, uh, like, you know, uh, stories after stories. And they seemed to dig it. They, they really liked it. And, right. and I, I, I would love to do that again. Well, well, we'll work on that. We'll, we'll get yeah. some venues that will have that, and <laughs> and you will do that again. Never yes, yes. Well, you know, with the <laughs> pandemic, you just say, I'd like to do this again, right, but right. you just don't know when. But the so, pandemic, uh, will, it'll release soon. And um, you also oh, yeah, just celebrate so. the, the 40th anniversary of Come To Me. And, yeah. Uh, you know, that's, for, like, again, 40 years. So that's giving you long, the longevity to keep performing yeah, and, yeah. and going on. And, I mean, that's, you know, that's yeah. phenomenal. That's great. And um, um, one thing I wanted to touch really quick, because we've only got, a, uh, like, I don't know. A minute, God, this is going so fast. I, I can't I know, believe it. And I'm only halfway <laughs> done. But um, then you also did some Broadway stuff with my big gay Italian wedding. And then yes. what I found funny was my big Italian funeral, which I guess is the sequel to the wedding. Yes. What, does somebody die in it? Is that what happens? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the two plays are hilarious. And it was my first uh, experience on Broadway. And it was, uh, it was a small theater. But the people, part of the play, were so amazing so warm and um uh, helpful you know mm -hmm. i was a nervous wreck i thought <laughs> i was going to faint before going on stage that's how nervous i was but uh it was fun i just had a little part in it and i was uh, in it, um officiating you say mm -hmm. a wedding mm -hmm. uh and you know and it was it, it was fun and uh and the sequel to uh i did i did some uh some crazy, uh, crazy stuff off Broadway. That's great. So it was fun. That's was good. Fun. That's good. So and we're going to take a, a, another break here, real oh, quick, and y'all okay. can listen to a piece of "Gonna Get Over You" by Franz Yeah, Julie. baby. We'll be right back. <laughs> Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Dive on in. That's right. Dive on into my favorite prince among queens, Troy Bronstein. You tell him Debbie Holiday sent you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Hey family, this is Robin S. And you're listening to Prince Among Queens with my brother from another mother, Troy Bronstein. You're listening to Prince Among Queens with Troy Bronstein. To reach the show today, call into 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You can also reach out by email to Troy at T-BestTalentAgency.com. Now, back to Prince Among Queens. Okay, welcome back. And um, real quick, I'm just I'm just gonna say, Franz, I'm gonna probably have to have you back on the show because I'm only halfway through my, my <laughs> stuff. But before, because I want to get to the, the favorites, because that's that's a, a key thing that everybody does. So I wanted I did want to mention um, the musical disaster that yeah. uh, you also were part of, and yeah. um, got to, the which featured come to me in it, and yeah, um, you got to sing that song. I think it was for a Broadway Cares. Uh, Yes, that's that's correct. And there was an auction uh, at the end where not an auction, but people had to um, uh, to bid on mm-hmm. how much they would pay to hear me sing. Oh wow! And so that's that's how yeah, and that's how uh, they raised uh, the funds. Uh, but I have to tell you something really funny about this. Um, I had a dog called uh, Lotus, and he died three days um, three days before I did this uh, this oh. this play. And when Come to Me came on in the play, it's about a woman who lost her dog. Mm. And she sings, Come to Me. <laughs> and she's reaching out for her dog because she wants her dog back. That song's about a dog? I thought it was a person. <laughs> no, no, I know, but they, the in the play, in. no, yeah. but in the play, oh, it the play. was about uh, the, this woman losing her dog and oh. she ends up singing, Come to Me. Well, oh, I just lost it. I was in the audience and I said, I was looking at Daniel, my my manager and best friend. And I was going, okay, I can't cry. Just talk to me. Talk to me. Do something. Talk to me. I can't cry because if I cry, I'm not going to be able to sing. And oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I I was okay. And and meeting all the cast and it was, it was just such a great experience, Troy. Have fun. Have fun. Yeah. It was really. But you know. Yeah. Yeah. On the other side. So, okay, so as time's a ticket, let's get to the three favorites and then I'm going to introduce the fourth one after, um, before we have to say goodbye here. So, your three favorites the city, show, and song. Like I said, um, your favorite city. What would be your favorite city that you just love? And it could be going to, performing, or not performing, or New York. New, New York. York. I, I, you know, I, New York. Well, uh, you know, I've been around the world and there's nothing like New York. I just love this place. It's my second home. Uh, I don't know the energy and the, uh, the, what the F yeah. when people, you, you see all walks of life. Yeah. 
That's what I like uh, about New York is oh, I, people watching. Yeah. And, uh, and I love the fact that you can run into an artist, you know, not wearing makeup, just walking her dog or, you know, it's so Something. real, so authentic, so down to earth. Uh, it's, it's, that's it. It's New York. Cool. And then it's, what about your favorite show? Uh, on TV? Or? No, just your favorite show of you performing. Oh my, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Um, I, oh God, that's a tough one. I, you know, and I didn't think about it. I was a bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have to say Fire Island. Fire Island, first, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was my first experience, my first American show. I sang in front of 5,000 gay men and two, <laughs> and two lesbians. Um, <laughs> it was magical. It was the beginning of my career. It they opened up their arms to welcome me. They cheered me on. They gave me so much love. And that's probably the energy I needed to continue my career. Right. For the first time. The yeah, they're the one that gave me this. And it, it will always be in my heart. And I, I'm talking to you about it. And I have the goosebumps. And now it's like my nose is going funny because I'm going to cry. Uh, <laughs> well, they, 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 say, they say that if you, you know, if the gay community likes your song, you're going to be a success. That's, yeah. They say that. If the gays like it, forget it. They, they put me on uh, the map. You know. Troy, they put me on the map. And to this day, I, I love performing in Fire Island. Once in a while, they, they invite me and I, and I go. Yeah, no, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. And so what about your favorite song? I have to say uh, Evergreen by Barbara Streisand. Uh, it's a classic. It's, there's so many songs that I love. But right. uh, Evergreen reminds me of when I was a child, uh, practicing over her songs, uh, uh, the movie, the movie, um, what's it called? Star is Born. Star is Born, yeah. Oh, my God. Which I love the uh, new rendition of it. Uh, it yeah, with, I did too. With I Lady Gaga. It. She was unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, Evergreen is uh, is one That's of my song. top songs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm gonna, what's the fourth? <laughs> and I'm going to introduce the fourth. It's actually yes. good. It's from a friend of mine from high school. And I got to give her credit because she listens every week. And um, her name is Linda Glass Kendig. And she suggested that I ask about food, your favorite food. What's one of your favorite foods? Oh, God, my favorite <laughs> food. Are you kidding me? Um, I know favorite I would, drink. But I don't know. Yeah, that too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, my favorite drink is a, is a drink that my husband created. And I, I absolutely adore it. Um, okay, my favorite food, I would say I'm miserable when I can't have bread. Bread, okay. Bread for me is is uh, is is you know you're in a rush. You <laughs> grab a piece of bread; it gives you energy, not for long, but it gives you a little bit of energy. Right. <laughs> uh, but no, I love. I, I I should be a Parisian. Uh, I love I love my bread and 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 butter. So I, next time next time you're in Puerto Vallarta, because like I told you, I'm going to relocate there, yeah. live there. I'm going to take you to one of my favorite restaurants that's called the River Cafe. Okay. And, and they have in the bread, 
they make it all fresh there. And inside the bread, there's a little bit of like a, a cheese, a melted cream. Like it's like a cheese. Oh my God. Okay. I'm not waiting. It's when a- do we go? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I go there, they know now not to bring me the basket of bread with the different rolls and all that. Just bring me the ones that have the cheese and the cream in it. <laughs> and, and I'm happy with that. <laughs> you know, that's, that's yeah. Cool. I, you know, and I stay away from bread as much as possible, but you know, uh, I have to eat that bread there. It's, it's so good. Bread uh, is, is, uh, cheese, bread, and wine. Yeah. I'm in heaven. I'm there in heaven. I love, my wine. I love my wine. That works. As long as you don't yeah. have to perform. If we're performing, then afterwards we can just put a bottle of vodka in the middle of the table and we sit yeah. there and tell stories like we did in New York. That was so, you know, I still remember that day. We were at the Hilton. Remember, you changed hotels yes. and came over to the Hilton and joined us. And after the yes. show, me, you, Evelyn, and um, oh. one of Evelyn's guitarists from back in the day was sitting there with us yes. and your husband. And we, we had sat so much fun. Oh my God! We, we laughed had so joked. much that fun. Was, yeah, yeah. That's, that's I never drink part. before a show. I never no, drink. That's why I said after the show. But after, down. yeah, yeah. After it's a nice way of relaxing and and uh, and rewarding yourself, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> and I, I mean, I, I love it because it's always time that everyone starts to tell the stories. You know. Oh yeah. Happens. Oh yeah. And my, my, I have to say, my husband is. A clown. He, he is, is so funny. I love your husband to death. He is so funny. Every time <laughs> he, we're there, I'm on the he, floor rolling, just laughing at the shit he does. Oh, you know? my and God. So quick and witty. And just, uh, that's, he's a great guy. You, you got yeah. Got yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's, uh, he's told a few jokes that, uh, that people still remember to this day. <laughs> <laughs> Evelyn always has big eyes going, no, you didn't. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, well, man, our time. No, is that's off. not it. I know. Please, I'm having so much fun. I know, I am too. Though. That's why I said we'll have to bring you back. You know, and we, yeah. you know, one of these weeks, have you come back and, and finish the Franz Jolie story? Oh uh, yeah, well yeah, but, yeah certainly. Yeah. I'm I'm all yours, baby. Yes, but I definitely <laughs> want to thank you for coming on, and I want to thank Daniel for you know helping arrange it. And um, oh, thank you, you. Stay right there because we're gonna. Uh, I'm going to talk to you after I sign off here just for a few minutes. Okay. But um, I just want to say real fast that I want to thank you for inviting me. I want to say to all the listeners, uh, still, you know, it's, it's mandatory, uh, not mandatory. Sorry. It's really important that we keep on being safe until we're fully vaccinated. mm -hmm. And, uh, and we're going to see uh, the light at the end of the tunnel. And we'll see everybody soon. Yeah. And I want to thank everybody for listening with me and Franz Jolie. And I'll see you next week. I'm Troy Bronstein with Prince Among Queens. And everybody have a great week. See you later. Thank you for listening to Prince Among Queens. Be sure to join host Troy Bronstein for another great episode next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, enjoy your week.